Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, Jeff, Jeff's got too much energy today. No, I'm, I don't have so, energy. So, so, you're so not, you're I'm, I'm, trying, I'm exactly. I'm, like, ah, I'm harnessing nothing. Gonna, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like deceiving myself. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, that's uh, that's the most entertaining times is when you're so tired that you just have to come up with your own energy. Hell yeah. Sometimes that's the case. Ladies and gentlemen. Got coffee here, though. No, it's a hot chocolate. I got hot chocolate here, though. (laughs) I'm actually feeling this. This Yeah. Delicious. Tasty, though. Delicious. Ladies and gentlemen. That's one thing Tim Hortons hasn't really fucked up. It's hot chocolate. It's It's hard to fuck up a hot chocolate. They manage to every now and then. You know, you get towards the end of the packet. Yeah. And it's just water. Yeah. And then, you know. It's rare. I would say like one out of ten. You get it. I'm getting that. And you bet your ass. I turn right the fuck around. Oh, letting them know. And I get a new hot chocolate. You you goddamn right. Ladies and gentlemen. It's another Taking Off Podcast. Welcome. It is Thursday, uh, February the 13th, 2020. Jeez, it's the 13th? It is. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Valentine's Day is tomorrow, and it is going to be stone fucking cold. I ain't doing fuck all. You know what I'm doing? I'm giving the wife the tip, and that's the show. No flowers, no chocolates, no nothing. There might not even be foreplay. Just the tip. But minus 10 is the high tomorrow. Damn, that's cold. That's without wind chill. Minus 10 is the high. Ha! The low without wind chill, minus 20. No. No. Minus 20 with wind? I don't even know. No. And in fact, I don't want to know what the number's going to be. I ain't going outside. It's going to be cold 99. I ain't going outside. So, God knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Em and I were hoping to get out to like at least go for dinner. Nah. Or something. Nothing fancy, but she wanted to maybe see a movie. You know what? It'd be nice if I could, but, you know, kids. The, the-, the theaters aren't actually, like, running tomorrow. What? Really? Uh, Like, no matter if you're on the website or if you're on the mobile app or anything, they're not showing times for movies tomorrow, period. That doesn't make any sense, because Valentine's Day is like a, no a shit, movie day. Which is very strange to me. But So, like, I thought at first it was the app, so I went to the Did website. Did you call them? There's, that's got to. There's got to. That's got to be. That's got to be something. Yeah, somewhere. there's got to be something fucked on the mainframe. Yeah, it's a little fucking weird. Yeah, the the thing that there the theater wouldn't be open on Valentine's Day is very strange. Nah. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's gonna be cold as shit tomorrow. We'll see what uh, tomorrow brings. We might just be. What? Fuck it. We'll wait. Yeah, wait a day or two. Day. Yeah. Just go, go yes. on another day. Yes. Uh, but anyway, how was your week, Mister Black? Um. I'm coming down, or actually, I feel like I'm coming past the cold now. Ah, you're on the up and up. I'm the, on the up. The it it hasn't up. even been a long, it, it's been two days. Mm. First day was like, oh, I feel a tickle. Something's coming. Second day, it's like, ah, oh, woke up, sal- uh, salty uh, throat. Did you get on that cold effects hype, though? I didn't get on the cold effects hype. I had no cold effects oh, here. Oh, no. I got on that nasal spray, but that's about it. Mm. I need to get on that cold effects. Uh, and then I woke up today expecting it to be worse. And it's gotten better. My throat's completely fine. Now it's mm. just my nose that's stuffy, and it's not as bad as it was. Well, my, it's off and on. It, it's like my nose is about the same as it was yesterday, but my throat, psh, perfect. So it's some weak shit is what you're telling me. It's a weak-ass motherfucking cold. Didn't come at you full force. Nope. I don't want to jinx it. You no. Know, fucking. Get, yeah. <laughs> it's the calm, the calm before the storm. It's giving you a false sense yeah, nah, of security. Nah, It's nah. coming for your ass. The only shitty thing is I can't, like, I don't want to pick up my son or do any, like, give him kisses or anything because 
Like when when your well, child yeah, you don't want when your child's sick, it, it's it's that's just nightmare it's, fuel. It's night. It's literal nightmare fuel. Everybody's <laughs> miserable. Child's yeah. miserable. Mom's miserable. Dad's miserable. Everyone's everyone is unhappy. is salty, yeah. sick, and and miserable. That's the best way to put it. That's why. That's why I'm. When I have children, I will literally do anything that I can to not have to have my kid in daycare because that shit is a petri oh, dish. Oh hell, no! You know. You know what my wife said. I hope she's not listening right now. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. But she goes, "Hey Jeff, I'm thinking that we should, you know, put Kai uh, into like a pre preschool oh, pre, thing, pre, preschool, like a like a once a How week. How many pre preschools can we get now? I, I feel like we're at like two. I have no idea, but basically, like, we should put him in into something so that he can play with other kids and get ready for school. I'm like, no, actually, no, for two reasons. Number one, that shit costs money every week." And you ain't a stay-at-home mom for me to spend money for somebody to come hang out with my son. And number two is I don't want to deal with any of the disease shit that comes no. through no. until because I'm gonna be going through when he hits school. Look, Jeff, I don't want to do it at the pre or pre preschool. Got right. Look, a bunch of racist white people once said that AIDS came from black people fucking monkeys. Yeah, that ain't it. You know it where AIDS it. came from? Came from daycare. <laughs> it's true. That is that is the genesis of AIDS. Yes, daycare. Daycare, it is. Don't put them in daycare. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's a there's a zero percent chance. It's like Kayla, you're not letting go back to work until he's in school. Then you can go to work. There is no daycare. We're gonna skip no. all that. All that is gonna skip. Skip all that. As much of that as humanly possible. Yep. Hell stick no. to stick to. Mum comes over once in a while and helps. Yeah. Done. That's it. And but he, you know what? Kai's got the cool thing is is a lot of our friends, especially Kayla's friends, they all had babies around the same time. So most of like Kayla's friends' babies are one, two years old. So they come over the house like every week anyway, have like mom dates and then playing together. So he's gonna get that interaction and hanging out with mm. kids and shit like that. But it's a big note for pre preschool or some once a week school. It's a it's a it's a it's a no. If it's actually a preschool, I'm like it makes okay. a little bit more I'm okay sense. Okay with that if it's like once a week because it's less about just well, it's, it's partially about the interaction and it's partially about getting them used to being on a schedule where they have to be mm. paying attention to something specific for a length of time mm. and not just being do whatever the fuck they want at home all day. So like, there's some credit, there's some merit to it. But I mean, like I said before, how, when, I, when I asked how many preschools were on now, a lot. It, like, because it used to just be. School. School. Then preschool. Then it became preschool. Then there's like pre-preschool. Now there's pre-preschool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon there'll be a triple P school. Are we Are we going? <laughs> I mean, there's no point in calling it PPP school. Just say triple no. P school. Just sounds better. It comes P-Q'd. off the tongue. There you go. That's it. Anyway, my uh, week. That's been that's been it. Yeah. Uh, what I'll say. Uh, went and looked at more rental properties. Uh, put in an offer last night. Turns out four other people put over asking. So, you know, I'm out of the race. People were just once again buying, buying cra- stuff at crazy. Mm. And that was pretty much that. And other than that, it's just another week. More I physio. You're you trying out a new character. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. His name's Holy <clears throat> Fuck. So you're trying out a racist Asian character. He is. <laughs> Half Chinese, 
half okay. Japanese. Wow. And he moved to Korea to become a StarCraft pro, oh and it God. didn't work out for him because the game's dead, so he moved to Los Santos. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like a fucking a pro gamer too. He's got like the little fucking like little sweatsuit. Like oh the little. Oh my it's, god! It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's not. He's not full gamer until he's wearing. He's wearing like a one hundred thieves sweater. There you go. With some chinos mm. and a pair of Adidas uh, superstars. Now, now you've now you're now no, but then you're a successful one. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> now you know how to put yourself together, but yeah. also play video games. Exactly. You can brand and play games. This guy, there's <laughs> yeah, no branding. <laughs> he just has to play the game. He just plays It games. just didn't work out for him because the game's dead. A dead game. Yeah. It's unfortunate. He's made a whopping $3,000 in prize pool money in his career. Enough to buy the train ticket? Exactly. <laughs> and if that was real life, not even enough to buy the train ticket. Uh, my week was, was just another week. We are now in Shitty Games Done Slow on the final stretch. Woo! Um, I didn't think it was possible, but uh, Alone in the Dark Illumination is worse than Go Die. And Alone, Alone in the Dark Illumination might very well be the worst game I've ever played. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. All I can tell you is that they're charging $22 for this game and they should be put in jail. I wonder how many games they've actually sold. Also, nobody who ever worked on that game, I don't even care what the what the development was like at the time. There's literally, I can't think of like... Short of them being given 24 hours and this was the result, there's no universe in which 98% of the shit that's going on in this game should be as bad as it is. Even other game developers in the review section on Steam were like, guys, I normally I don't write bad reviews because I know, because I'm a game developer, I know how, how much of a struggle it can be, but mm. I gotta be honest with you, this is some shit. Mm. And believe me, it's some shit. it was some shit. There you go. So we got through that, thank fuck. Uh, and then uh, now we're on to uh, Deadly Premonition, which is less of a shitty game, just so janky and fucking batshit crazy that it fits the theme. Okay. Controls like a bag of hammers, so that's that's most of it, and it is a little, it looks like a potato, mm. but my God, is it a crazy-ass game. It's basically like if, if you if you took Mushrooms daily, it's, it's Mushrooms the video game. It actually doesn't sound like a bad time. No, it's relatively entertaining. There you go. In the very beginning of the game, outset. Two squirrels narrowly avoid getting run over by a car. They make monkey noises. Mm. And that sets the tone for the rest of the game. Perfect tone setting. <laughs> uh, otherwise, yeah, no, that was, uh, that was my, uh, my week, and now here we are. Here we are. Video game news, Jeff. We have news? We have some news. Uh, before we get started. What do you got? Hit that fucking like button. Smash it! Hey, we got like 600 likes on, the last, on that last podcast. The likes are going up. These guys are actually doing it. They're going up. We're going for 700 likes on this one. 700 likes. I think we were pushing 4K on that video, too. Dude, the views are going up. Everything's going up. You know why? Because the engagement's going up. We're working the algorithms right now. That's right. Keep working it. Dude, 4.7K on the week before. Yeah, 3.9K. Already. Already Mm -hmm. on last week's six days. That's going up. So hit the like button. Thank you to those that are. Leave a comment if you haven't already, even if it's an algorithmic comment. You guys know the drill. That's just that. Patreon.com slash lag TV. And that's pretty much all I wanted to say. I'm just going to periodically just say hit the like button. And we're up on Patreon. Are we? I didn't even check. Look, let me show you. Yo, do, okay. Where are we at? Where are we at? I don't know. Patreon just like... Scroll down. 
Boom. Never mind. We went. We that that didn't move. Actually, I think you're the number of patrons went up. Okay. The the, the dollar amount did not. Okay. Hey. Unless uh, that number is 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 not updated, I'll check my phone while well, you talk. Go ahead. And all right. Um. Lag TV reacts. We gonna do that? I I don't know. Are we? Yeah. They've spoken. So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to do this. Adam and I talked about it briefly after the podcast last week. We were thinking, hmm, we could be assholes and lock this content behind a paywall, Patreon. But we're not assholes. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at you guys and we're going to say, hey, we're going to do this. And y'all are going to support it. I don't give a fuck if it's hitting that like button, leaving a comment, hitting that Patreon. I don't give a fuck what it is. But y'all going to support it. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to sit here in these chairs. We're going to put up some StarCraft on the screen. And we're going to watch old When She's Fails and other classic lag TV videos. And you guys can vote in the comment section of each video on the ones that we want to watch the next week. You can do that. I figured out what happened. What happened? Literally within the hour, somebody who has been, I won't call him out on it because there's no sense. Somebody who has been at the hondo for a really long time dipped to a 10. Hey, bro. bro. But at the same time, we had somebody go from 10 up to 50. Hey, the one that was at the hondo. Shout outs. Shout outs to being holding there. down the motherfucking reins. That's, that's, the, and that, that person, hot minute. And didn't even fully dip. No. Said, I still got you. That's we cutting, got you back. Cutting the balls. We got you back. I only got one ball, so it's not that hard. Hey. You know, the other one's so small, it doesn't really need cupping. Hey, he, just, cu- he got one. He cupped him. He cupped him. Much love. Much, much love. So thank you so much, guys. We are going to work on that little series. We're going to figure out something fun and exciting, and we're going to do one a week. That's right. And that'll be that. And we'll Boom. see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Skirrat! Gaming news. Hit the like button. Let's go. Sony spent $229 million this week, Jeff. Damn. And they spent it on Insomniac Games. Okay. The folks who made the latest Spider-Man game that everyone drooled over and thought was one of the greatest games on the platform. Okay. As well as Sunset Overdrive, Spyro mm. the Dragon way back in the day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's a hot pickup. They've hot. been putting out some, uh, some good stuff for a, uh, a while now, and uh, Sony was like, hey, Microsoft's buying people. We should probably buy some people, too. That's a big buyout. 229 is a, a fair That's not chunk small. of change. That's no. just to develop games. And if, honestly, that probably would have only been about 129 if they hadn't come out with Spider-Man. But they showed in this last bit that they have some serious chops. Mm-hmm. And now Sony's paying for it. And now they're a first-party developer for uh, for the big S. Hell yeah. There it is. I'm feeling that. So now we, That's a good pickup. It's a hot pickup for yeah. sure. I mean, no, Microsoft and Sony both have been buying good companies. So and good developers. So now it's a, a matter of what do they do with all that first party money? Do they cave under the pressure, mm. or do they make something real dope because they've got lots of money? I think they're going to make something real dope, I or they're so going to attempt to anyway. I think Insomniac is going to do well for sure. Hell yeah. Mm. Um, in a interesting, I just found this very interesting. So there was a uh, a brand study. That basically looks at um, um, 
how favored brands are by age groups, the usual stuff, you know, the stuff done to see how brands are ranking in the minds of people. Okay. You know, mind share, right? You know, mm-hmm. who's at the top and then who goes down. Okay. So we're talking about everything, not just the gaming industry, but everything. Uh, millennials and Gen Z, which is who comes after us, the millennials, uh, both ranked a video game console as the number one brand on their list. Okay. And then it went down from there. Like the millennials, it was uh, console, and then it was uh, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. The millennials said PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Gen Z said Xbox, which I found very interesting. So the younger crowd, the far younger crowd, like Gen Z is, is far younger than we are. Um, Xbox? Put Xbox not just ahead, not just ahead of Sony, but in, in ahead of console, ahead of uh, like of everything. Damn. So every so like if you look at this list, for example, just so you see what I mean. Uh, oh no, that's not. I don't have the link. Shit. So basically, it was like for the millennials, it was PlayStation, and then Amazon, and then I think Apple, and then at number nine was Xbox. Yeah. So and it they were specific. They weren't saying like like Microsoft would have been a separate brand name. That they could have chosen from versus just saying Xbox. Yeah. So this was specific to the gaming side. So they gotcha. said Xbox uh, for the Gen Z millennials sided with PlayStation uh, or or uh, yeah PlayStation yeah. as theirs, and then it went down from from there. So but uh, the the it's it's like the um, the console sales they don't really well reflect. Well, I guess maybe for that specific age group. Well, Gen. Well, well the. I mean, this is this is a this is a recent study, first of all. Okay. And uh, you have to keep in mind that Gen Surprised Z. Surprised they didn't say Nintendo. You have to keep in mind that Gen Z is hitting a uh, the age where the, where they're they were where they would be making more purchase decisions in that regard anyway. Because mm. they're well, I mean, Gen Z we're talking like twenty and under, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, they're young kids. So, uh, uh, yeah. But that was that was that's it. interesting, and it doesn't. And just because they rank the the other thing to keep in mind is just because they rank the brand higher doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they always buy. Yeah, it just means that that's what's it's what's in on their, their forefront. Mi- it's what's yeah. in their, their mind, yeah. the forefront of their mind. So now, in the grand scheme of things, to me that reads like Microsoft is in a really good spot. Yeah, because they've got the the generation coming that will be gaming more than any other generation. Yeah, that's true. That's the younger crowd. Yep, that. They're in. They're up front, so they're they're in as far as marketing position in terms of their advertising dollars. If they're reaching, trying to reach a certain, they seem to be they're doing well in the wheelhouse. They're doing well for now. Okay, uh, that can always change, but for now, that's an interesting little an, study. An interesting little study. Well, interesting little. Study. I thought it was weird that Amazon was number two. Uh I would have thought Amazon would have been higher. Uh, I mean, would have been like number one. From I mean, people just crushed the fuck. At Amazon or Apple, I thought would yeah, have been would have been yeah. number one on le- like in millennials for sure. Yeah, um, but Apple was like but apparently it's Xbox for Gen Z. For Gen Z, millennial was, millennial, was PlayStation, yeah. Amazon. I think it was PlayStation, Amazon, uh, Apple, and then it went that makes down sense. from there. And then Xbox was like nine or something like that in the top ten. So an interesting, um, an interesting, uh, interesting thing. Uh, and of course, that's probably just specific to either the states or North America. That's not a global fucking yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, next up in stuff that makes you go ah, and then makes you cringe, and then makes you go wait, maybe that's unhealthy. 
Mother meets a recreation of her deceased child in virtual reality. Yikes. And that's exactly what it sounds like. That's exactly how it played out. There's a video here, I think. Somewhere. Right here. Oh boy, are we going to watch this? We're going to watch this. You ready for this? Alright. I, I want to know what your... I, I, have, I have some thoughts about this. I want to see what your thoughts on this are. Alright. <clears throat> Let's get the old headphones on here. Okay. Damn, this is nine, ten minutes? Well, we're not going to watch the uh, whole video. I was going to say, no, yeah. no, no, no. What is this? Korean. That's even just hard to watch. I, I, I I'm actually having a hard time watching that. That's a uh... that because uh, that is like. Yeah, so, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a big, that's a big, that's a big <laughs> nope for me, dog. That's a big. So. That's a big, that's a big nope. What are your, what are your thoughts on, on, on that as a thing? <sighs> I mean. I think that's a dangerous road to be going down. I think that's a I I understand yes why a mother or a father would want to to experience that. Yes. But I also feel like that is some that is no. Like <laughs> uh it's unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. Like it's, you're you're not letting go. You have I feel like you're at an increased chance of like uh of disassociation. Yeah. Doing that. I feel like it could create a dependence for people where they they need to you know what this is similar to, and I have and I'll make this comparison. It's obviously likely worse, but it's a similar vein where have you ever seen where um it's Let's say uh, somebody dies in the family, whether it's a husband or maybe it's a grandparent or whatever, and then they make a uh, a stuffed animal uh, that has like a, a shirt a piece of that's something. made from one of their shirts. Yeah. Or what's or one that I've seen was literally took a voice clip from this, like this mother's son and yeah, put it put into it in the a bear stuffed animal. I saw that and. It's similar to that where I feel like the I get I get it. I understand, but I feel like from a mental health perspective that can't be Yeah. that can't be healthy I long mean, term. It's one thing to wear like somebody's ring or you know have a locket with a picture or some something. But 
that is on another level of like you're as a human being you're just not supposed to be you should not like you, I feel like it's it's non well it is it's non-human and when when death like that happens uh we're not supposed to revisit these people and the, like especially one that's digitally created for the sole purpose of you being able to spend time with your loved one yeah uh i feel like that right there and you know i couldn't imagine because i know if i saw something like that i'd probably want to keep seeing that yes yeah and you know next thing you know it you're you're pretty much living in a vr world just staring at this thing this npc version of your of your son or daughter um like people there could be the argument that like some people go hey you know it's therapeutic it's actually helping them but then you know from me cuz i haven't you know thank god i've never gone through that but i can't imagine that trauma at that level it would be helpful at its core i feel like yeah. i feel like it would that initial rush and the excitement and the 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 holy shit uh would be amazing but then once you put down that headset and you know that you could go there and see that person instead of just looking at a picture but now this thing is physically like talking to you digitally and you can like reach out and touch it well the awkward thing for her is that she's not likely unless they have tactile on her tactile gloves or whatever where it gives her like force feedback to some weird yeah it's never gonna feel the same as touching somebody yeah but like that was the awk- that was the most awkward part for me. Wasn't that she was sitting there having a conversation with her deceased daughter? It was her immediate response to reach out and yeah, want I to want to touch. touch. Yeah, her daughter, which tells you up here is yeah, not yeah. just working on processing the loss of the daughter, but well, you see present, your son or daughter present, presently. You're just like yeah, 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 come here, come here, come here, and you're like, oh shit, I actually can't yeah. t- touch. And you that, know? that shit's that like so. Like, how much crazier would it be if they could mimic her voice? Like, I don't even know if that's her real-sounding voice. or I mean, like they could. I mean, the technology know, is there to, to, to make that happen. That's fucked. I'm sorry, man. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a heartwarming and heart-wrenching uh, thing to watch. Yeah. But, man, no. That's, I feel like that's, I feel like you're- People you're, shouldn't even be creating walking, that stuff. You're yeah. walking a super fine line between it, it, there's a chance this helps somebody with closure- but I feel like there is a far greater risk of yeah. it going too far, bad, and then going bad, going bad, and then and 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 having the opposite effect. I feel like it's possible, but like the minute chance of that versus what it would likely do. And I mean, this is with this version of this technology. We go out, we go out twenty years from now, and there are companies that are basically going out of their way to recreate AI of deceased ones for or deceased loved ones for you to go back if it was a sudden death or whatever, and and uh, be able to try and help get closure or go back and see them, and then people are going to be like, "There, there's a nah." I'm not a big slippery slope fan, nah. But this is a this seems to me like if there was going to be an argument for a slippery slope, this is a pretty big fucking slope, and it's got a hell of a lot of fucking uh, slip to it. It's it, yeah, it 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 was hard to watch. I'm I hope that it worked out for her and that it helped her. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, but it. Does not it does not sit well with me much for the same reason that the whole putting a voice inside of a teddy bear doesn't sit sit well with me. Uh, this is on another level. This well, is on this is, is on like that, this is the next. That, but it's like the yeah, next. Yeah, this level is the of next. That, you know? You're just recreating. Yeah. You're, you're 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 mimicking your your deceased child. That's uh, that's weird, man. 
And not only that, you got people that are like videotaping it and shit. Like, there's nothing intimate yeah. about that. Like, it's it seems like a big publicity stunt. It seems like they're using her emotions to create this uh, this thing that they're probably going to try and sell. And there's going to be millions of people that are going to see it and go, "Oh my god, I would love." to be able to do what this woman has done mm. and spend a bit of time, even if it's virtually, with my with my loved one. It could be a husband, a wife, a fucking... It could be anything. Few people are likely going to turn that down for in those instances, like if you, especially depending on how close you were to the incident happening. Yeah. Um, but, man, I feel like the risk of that is fucking huge. Yeah, it's not, it's not, something, uh, that, uh, it's not something that I'd endorse. As, That's just uh, fucking weird. As Eon That's... said, in, oh, as of the documentary, she said that it did help her move on, which I guess is good, but I swear to God, that is... I, I don't know. We're, we're, I mean, it's the type of thing that, that, that psychologists and psychiatrists will talk about. Yeah. They'll, 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 have, they'll have thoughts about this, and I, I would be shocked if they were positive. Uh, yeah, I mean, I it's, it's the same crazy shit that like, you know, the weird, uh, scammy paranormal, uh, people that are the ones that they, they can say they can talk to the dead. Long Island medium. Long Island medium Let me people. bring in my 48 inch nails it's, and my 16 foot it. tall hair. That's just it. Put my 80 year old recorder on the table and go, now, sweetie. Yeah. Did the name start with an F? Did he have a watch? Yes. Yes. He did have a watch and it's. Did it tell time? It was a Seamaster. S. Watch. Huh? Yeah. That's, it's, it's like on a whole nother yeah. level. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that wouldn't help me out at, in the least bit. I'm just going to keep it real. And I feel like that isn't a one-time thing. I no. feel like you have that available at your house. Yes. And I feel like. Anytime I'm feeling down, anytime I just want to be feel comfort, I'm losing myself in this fucking yeah. virtual world where I can spend it with my dead loved ones. Yes. That's a big nope from me, dog. That's a that is that is That's actually a bit of a that's a, you're you're touching on like the extreme end of the discussion about VR in general is people's ability to go into VR yeah. and disassociate with actual reality. I mean, you do it with your dead family. But then, how do much that crazier is with that? The dead family. You had that in there, bro. That's another Yikes. level of psychological warfare. Yeah. No, thank you. I ain't trying to watch Game of Thrones. I'm trying to hang out with my my dead loved ones. <laughs> no. That's no. a nope. No. That's a big time no. For I went me. to my I, I went to my that. grandmother's wake. I said my goodbyes. She looked real good. She got turned into a bunch of ashes. And that's and that that's it. You know, there's that. there'll be a burial uh, place yes. you can visit. You know, you have photos, you have memories, you have dreams. That's it. The a VR headset at home, hanging out. Uh, that just seems. I don't want to speak for everybody, but for me, that's a no from me, dog. Yeah, because I feel like that just reopens shit on the regular. You don't even have time to. You don't even have time to. You're not, to move you're not, on because you're not really processing. You're just. You're just like delaying the inevitable. Yeah. No. I don't know. Yeah. I hope that never becomes a, a full-blown thing, which it will. Yikes. In a completely, totally different tone. Hit that like button. <laughs> the like button. Uh, apparently, Disney vetoed Nintendo's wanting Sora, the lead character from Kingdom Hearts, to be in Smash Ultimate, uh, which is not wild, I guess. But But the thing I had in here is that people often mistake... 
excuse me, people often mistake that uh, that the franchise is actually owned by Disney, and they simply hired out Square Enix to make the games. Oh, so the characters never they they just own the, Disney owns all that shit. Mm. So there's if Disney doesn't want it to happen, it don't happen. It's just not going to happen. So there you go. That was that was. Are people really still looking for Smash Brother Ultimate characters, especially one with a sword? Stop! I mean, my God, how many sword characters can we have now? Just stop. Cisco, Jeff, hit me up with some Cisco. Let me see that thong, baby, that thong. Cisco wants to be. Say the- I like the way. <laughs> <laughs> Wants to be in the wonderful 101 remaster. We talked about it last week. That's the one that got kickstarted in like 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he really, 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 really liked the Wii U version, the original version. This is the remaster of. Uh, and uh, is a big fan of Platinum Games in general. Went on as his alias, which he's had forever and ever and ever. And people had to go back and figure this out. that He's had this alias for his gaming profiles forever. And was talking on Kickstarter, saying that Cisco, he's hoping, can, like, can I be in this game, or can we get, like, can I be part of this game? He just wants to be part of the game because there are lots of Kickstarters that have like a tier that says, you know, mm. you pay thirty five hundred dollars, and all of a sudden you can create a character. Cisco said, "Hey, I got some royalty checks. I'm willing to spend ten G's to get in this game. I want to be in this game." Uh, and nobody believed it was him because obviously until he tweeted, uh, and then he had, "Hey, to, yo, well, guys, it's me." He had his publicist like call like an outlet, you know, for like uh, news and be like, all right, now call me and talk to me on the phone and I can tell you that it's me and this is what I'm trying to get done. So, Cisco just wants to be in a game, bro. Okay. I don't know what the fuck Cisco's been doing for a while. Is he touring? <laughs> no, probably. Sure? Maybe. Probably. Somewhere. He's got to be making money somehow. But get him in that game. I want to see Cisco in a video game. You know what? You know what Cisco's like? You know, there's like guys like Cisco... Um, what other what other type of like Jaw Rule, fucking um, you know, new kids on the block, like you know, there's there's certain there's certain groups and artists that were like so big, yeah, that and then they just completely fell off because their music just didn't stand the test of time or for whatever reason, and now they can just what they do is they just go around to smaller cities, doing shows at casinos and different things, yeah, making a few thousand dollars a show, yep. Their career is basically like a streamer that has been in the game for a long for time. A long time yep. And all you're doing is just keeping the show going. Yeah. Because it's all you know. And it pays you enough. Yep. People know who you are. Yep. And you're just going to keep doing it until it's no longer doing it. You, that's me right now. You and I both. This, that's where we are at currently. That's just it. I'm Cisco. Well, at least you're black. I am. Roughly the same shade. Pretty much. I'd I'd wager similar talent too. <laughs> same talent. Now nah, he's a better singer. <laughs> Not far off. Not far off. Not far off. Not far off. The real question is, can you get away not with just with frosted tips, but completely blonde hair? Now, no. <laughs> Maybe 10 years ago, I could have pulled it off. Maybe 10 years ago? Not now. Yeah. Not yeah. now. Uh, Ubisoft announces, this is this is a cool little thing uh, and something that uh, makes perfect sense. Uh, they, announced it a, they announced a VR escape room based in Prince of Persia 
It's called Prince of Persia, The Dagger of Time. It looks uh, to debut in 300 physical locations, so kind of like an arcade experience. Okay. With two to four players uh, in VR, and you're stuck in like just like a regular escape room, except obviously now you can do it within a virtual world, which mm-hmm. means they can do crazier shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and The Dagger of Time actually controls time, so it's a, an escape room that also involves time manipulation, oh. and you're trying to get out of the... Uh, out of the room. Sounds cool. I think that makes perfect sense for VR. Yeah. I think that makes great sense. Makes a whole lot more sense than seeing a dead loved one. Uh, a lot less mentally taxing. Yes. And damaging. Yes. More uh, of yeah. that, please. More of this. Yeah, that sounded like a cool idea. I would like to have that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe some indie developers. Uh, they do that with some puzzle adventure games where they're, where they're basically centered around... Uh, I actually think there's one... There's a series called The Room... Where uh, there and there's like three of them or maybe four of them now, where it's literally a room with a singular puzzle in it, and you're just solving this one thing, and it's this you you pay like your five, ten bucks, mm-hmm. you get this you know few hours of whatever, mm-hmm. and and then that's the show, and I think that would for VR for like an indie studio to work on an escape room scenario scenarios and just sell them for like five bucks. Yeah, smart. So smart. I think that makes great sense. A digital escape room. Yeah. Because think of all the crazy shit you can do digitally to do an escape yeah. room that you can't do in reality. Yeah. I think that's pretty uh, pretty, uh, pretty neat. In I a like similar it. vein is like doing puzzle adventures like Myst in VR. How cool would it be if you could have your friends and shit? Like you're all sort of in a room. Exactly. And you're, you're over there. I'm here. We both got headsets on. I can talk to you. I'm I an can anime see waifu. You. I can see you in game. You can see me in game. You're We're just- we're just talking to each other like we are now. Exactly. And we're solving puzzles. 100%. That'd be cool. I'd fucks with that. I would fucks with that. I would fucks 100%. with that. Uh, Activision Blizzard is pulling all of their games off of the NVIDIA GeForce Now service. So this is a service that literally just uh, launched a week ago with the idea that originally they were launching this so that if you already owned your, uh, the game uh-huh. and it was installed on your computer, uh-huh. you could use the GeForce Now service to, uh, to cloud stream it Two devices um, as you would normally. Like I didn't with, even, the, with with these other I'm gonna keep it real. I didn't even know that that existed. Well, because well, it wasn't it wasn't being it wasn't being pushed super hard. It's not like it was a stadia or something like that, but it was a you know about like the NVIDIA Shield, for example. It's like NVIDIA's handheld thing that like streams you can stream PC games. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like an extension of that. Uh, so it, it, the only catch was is that NVIDIA just needed the publisher to give the okay, and then they would take care of the rest. Um, the publisher still gets all the money because the end user still needs to buy the game. The game is not being bought through uh, NVIDIA like it would be through Google Stadia. It's mm. literally just using NVIDIA's uh, service to push the game to the end user. And Blizzard said nah. And Blizzard said nope. But they're not the only one, Jeb. Oh. Uh, and unfortunately, um, all of these guys were part of the program during the beta. This all, they only left after the beta was ended and it actually launched. Mm. So NVIDIA was sitting here like, oh, everything is going well, everything is fine, and then, and... They're all it's gone. All, it's all gone. So not only do we have Blizzard leaving, but we also have... Where's the list I have Capcom. Here? Capcom, EA, Konami, Remedy, Rockstar, and Square Enix. And that whole thing is done. GeForce Now is GeForce Not Now, Not Ever. It's dead. It's gone, and it's gone. G-Force gone. Dead Force. Dead Force. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Geez, NVIDIA's taking a beating. 
Well, I don't think it's going to hurt their back pocket any, all the, you know, really. But uh, it's unfortunate because they literally just launched the fucking service, and now they've already and lost. And it's gone. All of those uh, public dead on arrival. So uh, literally. Yeah, that was that was highly uh, highly unfortunate for them. Uh, something must have happened behind the scenes, bro. I mean, something's got to be going must on. Be something. May, the only what I can think of, the only thing I can think of, is that maybe they caught wind that Nvidia was using this as a foot in the door to eventually actually properly develop their own game streaming service to go up against something like a Stadia or, yeah. or whatever the fuck, and actually start selling things through a storefront. Yeah. Uh, because if you look at their GeForce Experience panel now. They keep expanding that motherfucker. It's more and more intrusive. It's looking more and more like a fucking launcher. Like it looks like they're they're uh. they're fielding the idea. Uh. I definitely can sense they're fielding the idea. Fielding and so it. if that got out and the publishers are talking amongst each other, they're sitting at the table drinking their six billion dollar fucking drinks, looking at each other like, hey, it ain't in the field anymore. I'll tell you that. You hear that? <laughs> That's a note from Dead us. Force. Yeah. Whatever you're thinking, unfunk it. And Nvidia <laughs> Dead Force. Uh, next up, hit that oh. like button. We got another. Yeah, smash that fucking like button. Unless you have already, because then you're gonna unlike it, and that's don't do that. We got another thing to watch, yeah. Little trailer. Okay. This is coming from uh, a little indie dev. Okay. Uh, it's called Thirty XX. Okay. It's uh, a combination of Mega Man and roguelikes, where it's uh, randomized, uh, pre-gen- like uh, uh, generated levels. Uh, so you get the Mega Man, you get the Mega Man formula with roguelike <laughs> to make sure me. that you're always getting something fresh. And I tasty like Mega Man every time you get in. I like Mega Man. Lots of people do. So we're gonna give this a little look. See, let me get the uh, that ready there. Oh, went away together. Mm-mm, get that mm-mm, video mm-mm, up. Get the video up. Mmm. Mm. The music's dope. The art looks pretty good. Looks like a Mega Man ripoff already. Well, I mean, there's only so many ways you can do something like Mega Man and not have it look like Mega Man. I suppose you're right. Uh, okay, here we go. 30XX. Twitter quality is so high, Jeff. Excellent quality. But the art looks good. That's some pretty dope music. Looks like it controls nice and tight. Rogue action, always fresh gameplay. Is this actual Mega Man? It's pretty damn close. Oh, there we go. Co-op online or local. The local co-op is dope. You don't get a lot of local co-op anymore. Jump, shoot, forever. Look at that. 30X, coming in the year 30XXX. Not gonna lie, it looks like Mega Man. <laughs> it looks like Mega Man. Looks like Mega Man. It's a dope song, though. I like the music. Music's pretty dope. So there you go, yeah, it's roguelike. Uh, you can see that the, the, the kind of like uh, randomly generated uh, environments and whatnot. Um, it looks good. It looks like a, It looks like Mega Man. The thing is, Mega Man's kind of been dog shit for somebody's, a really long time. Somebody's going to sue. That's no, how much it looks like Mega Man. No. I'm not going to lie. Capcom ain't suing shit. Mega, Mega Man hasn't been good in a hot fucking minute, bro. Dude, like, they, they, they basically... Mighty Number no. 9 was like the original. That motherfucker even's got the, even's got the cannon 
Like it, it's straight well, up. There are lots of games that have done that. And exact then the thing. red dude looked like the other guy from Mega Man. Yes, it's very true. It, zero, zero. Whatever his name is, dude. That shit looked like it was flat out. If somebody told me, yeah, bro, that's Mega Man. I'd say okay. I'd say damn, okay, that looks like a good Mega Man. And then I'd stop and go, wait a minute, if it looks like good Mega Man... It can't be Mega it Man. It can't possibly be Mega Man. Because <laughs> Mega Man's been bad for a long time. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So that's uh, there was a 20XX with the same character, and it was a, a roguelike as well. Oh, there you go. There you have it. So this is just another 30 one. 30XX. It's 30XX this time. All right. Looks good. Yeah, looks good. I'm all for the, I'm all for the, uh, the indie stuff. I like that stuff. Uh, next up. For whatever bold, why do I have bold? Well, it is probably bold. Uh, for whatever bold reason, EA and Bioware are trying to hard reboot Anthem, <laughs> just like Square, just like Square Enix did with Final Fantasy XIV and Hello Games with No Man's Sky. Jeff, what do you think the odds are that EA and Bioware are going to be able to pull off a Final Fantasy XIV or No Man's Sky revival with Anthem? Zero. Like the character from Mega Man? Yes. There is actual <laughs> 0% chance. Negative. They're lose they're going to hemorrhage money. Let it die. Let it let it die. The game is dead. Dead's an understatement, bro. I mean, there were like 30 people playing that Bro, thing. you couldn't resurrect this game if you stuck it in a VR. Oh. And you brought it back to life. Oh, that that's, that was good. Thank you. That was good. I, that was fucking good. I like that. I'm on. I like that callback. <laughs> Hit that like button. That's worth patreon.com slash like TV. Oh, all, the, all the Bioware developers should be seeing that Korean studio so Ooh. that they can see a copy of Anthem hop towards oh. them. Be like, Daddy? That's a meme. And she's that reaching out to it. Oh, my, oh God, my God. Somebody, bro. Mark. Bro. Mark. <laughs> That's going viral. That's it. That's, that's what viral. We need. That's what we need for the podcast. That's we need a viral. viral video. That's it. We need a fucking viral video. That's it. Just bring Anthem to life. It's even in a, in a fucking green screen. Just bring it back to life. <laughs> Make us viral. That's definitely possible. Uh, so, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that was... <laughs> that, uh, look, okay. Final Fantasy XIV's revival... There's an entire documentary on that shit. That was the Hail Mary. It's one in a million. Of all Hail Marys. It's one in a million. And it and it required I mean, it was all hands on deck in a way that I've never seen. I mean, for an MMO, that's Okay. It's unheard of, dude. No Man's Sky. They the only reason it worked for them is because they went radio silent. Yeah. Until they had something. Yeah, and I don't mean they they posted once in a blue moon. Not zero, zero activity. People thought he was dead. Zero, no activity. Yes, there was nobody at the office. There's nobody. Like, they went a they went into a bunker. They went to a fucking bunker. Not only for, for their safety, but yes. also to make a game so they could come out of that bunker at some point for months. And they're still busting that. But then eventually they came after they had something, and they and they were like, okay, I'll post one tweet. Hey guys, I'm not dead. Here's a it, here's a complete patch yeah. of the of the fucking game, adding a bunch of stuff, and everyone okay. I'm gonna go back in my bunker now. I'll see you in a bit. I'll see you in another six months, and they've done that on rotation until the Ask game where it is now. Ask me if Anthem. Ask me if EA. Hey Jeff, I got a question for you. And Bioware. Do you think that EA and Bioware have a chance in hell of replicating what Square Enix did with Final Fantasy XIV? Fuck 
No. They are so <laughs> disconnected. Disconnected with the community, what people want. It's a no, 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 no. Anthem's dead. Just chalk it up as a failure. That's an L. It's a big L. Eltham. Bro, I'm telling you right now, if Anthem manages to come back and it's a big thing, I'll fucking... I I don't even know. The chat will tell me what I have to do because it, there, it's it's a no for me, dog. I, I mean, like anything, I'm pulling for you. I'm not. I'm not pulling for it at all. Like, we'll, 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 you know, if it turns out great, awesome. Do I think it will? No. <laughs> you know what this is like? This is like when you have your child, okay? And the child really, really, really wants to play a sport. And they just don't have an athletic bone in their body. And you go to tryouts because they begged you to take them to tryouts. Mm. And you know what the outcome of the trial is going to be. A bad Somebody's going to pass them the basketball. It's going to hit their chest before they close their hands. And they're going to cry. And they're going to cry because they're bad. And they're not going to make the team. You know it, but you're going through the motions anyway and staying positive. That's this. That's Anthem. Bro, if Anthem comes back and it becomes a big success, I will quite literally retire this hat I'm wearing and get a new one. I love this hat. Wow. I love this hat. That's that's a bold that's a bold that's a bold move. I will retire this hat. Wow. I will put it to rest. I'll bury it in you my backyard. You replace it with an anthem hat? <sighs> yes. Oh. oh. Yes. I'll oh. wear an anthem hat. Oh. For three months on wow. the podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. Every week I'll wear an anthem hat. If they pull it off. If they pull it off. Okay. And I'll retire this fucking hat. Three months of anthem okay. hat. All right. Well, good news. You're not going to have to do that. I know. That's why I'm making the bet. <laughs> that's why I'm making the bet. Oh, uh, I, I when I saw that on my timeline, I just stopped and stared at it, and I was like, that can't be serious. That, that, that's not possible. Mm. That's not possible. Because unless unless they are unless they're going to leave behind basically everything that they wanted to do in the original game, mm. understanding that almost nothing that they produced was worth putting into a video game because everything was so hell-bent on making money in the worst way possible and it produced a game that was just garbage. Yep. It's bad. Unless they do that and, and avoid it. I actually just think it's been so tarnished. And provided for free. <laughs> which again, how, do you make, how do you make, how are you going to make money? No Man's Sky. Still has not asked yeah, no, for any more for money. another dollar after <laughs> almost three years of updates and yeah. not small. That's impressive. Massive updates. I mean, they're making their money on game sales because they actually made a good game. Like fifteen people. Uh. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We will see. Uh, X Bioware lead. Speaking of EA and Bioware. Ex-Bioware uh, lead writer, who was uh, the guy who wrote the Mass Effect books. Mm. Uh, I have drainage my nose. It's driving me crazy. Uh, says that it's uh, that it simply got to the point where nobody could do what they loved anymore, and people lost their passion. He was discussing what the environment of Bioware was like before people started leaving, uh, and uh, was discussing basically how... Um, the company becoming so corporate completely dismantled Bioware's ability to make anything particularly good. Because uh, the way he described it for himself, it was like I went from my dream job to my 
my job just being your nightmare fuel a job yeah it was a paycheck and no no creative anything listen, no when you're in a cre- listen when you're creating art you, you need, need to, be, to feel it you need to be in a creative mindset yes. and you got to have that thing yes if you don't got and it's just dull you're going to feel it and i mean uh, you know i i believe him because this is a guy who was produced and helped produce the stories for some of the best stories and games period and now that company is producing some of the worst shit yep imaginable yep uh so what he also put in this post and this was just on his own little blog or whatever it was or or just on a uh wasn't it wasn't like he went to you know IGN or Kotaku or something but he said uh he said thankfully he was very lucky uh one of the Founders of the company he's working for now, it's called Archetype, uh, Archetype Entertainment. It's founded by James Olin, who was the man behind, and this is no joke, Baldur's Gate, Knights of the Old Republic, and Dragon Age. It's a big dick swing. So it's his studio that he started up, and then this guy is now the lead writer for that studio, and they are under the Wizards of the Coast umbrellas, so the Magic the Gathering guys. Uh, and they are currently just starting the uh, beginning of their first project and he's super fucking jacked and said he hasn't felt like this in a long time and he feels he can actually write All which right. is hey as an as somebody who's written music hey you do some artsy stuff like you were just saying if you're an art you have you yeah. have to have it's a mindset something to drive you, you some creative juices or the stuff you put out yeah is trashy yep and so, hopefully, whatever that is, I'm excited because if he's got the uh, one of the OGs and him as a lead writer, then there might be something fun that comes out of that. And they're underneath Wizards of the Coast, which is interesting. That company is kind of expanding their horizons as well here recently. Uh, I guess realizing that, you know, Magic the Gathering isn't going to carry them off into the sunset uh, forever and ever. So we'll wait Actually, and see they, what, uh, they what probably, comes Actually, hey, that'll be their Cisco. You know what I'm saying? I'll be I'll be there, Cisco. There you go. Get me in. Da dong, da dong, da dong. The only known Nintendo PlayStation is up for auction right now. This is the one and only known prototype that was produced. That was the original before Sony and Nintendo split, and it became the Super Nintendo, the Super Famicom, and the PlayStation. Sony PlayStation. It is currently up for auction. And right now, the current bid... 50000 That's up 2000 since I drove from my house to here. It's $500 increments, and there is a relatively lofty uh, buyer's percentage or seller's percentage on top of that. Buyer's premium, sorry. So it's actually $60,000 with the buyer's premium currently. Uh, and it's on, I think, for the next week. That thing looks like dog shit, too. Oh, no, it's... Oh, the next minimum bid is twenty fifty two five. Yeah, so it's going so up So it's up down $2,500 increments. Still 21 uh, days left, so if you guys yeah. want to go ahead and buy the only known PlayStation Super NES CD-ROM prototype... Then you can. ...from Sony and Nintendo Company in 1992... Go ahead, put in that bid of the Lolo price of $63,000. 
I mean, it's the only one. Somebody who's really into gaming, uh, this should be in a museum, first should, of all. It should straight up be in a museum. I don't know why it isn't, and, and hopefully you know why? whoever buys it eventually puts it. Yeah. Because of money. But, man, that should be in a The only real gaming museums are the ones in people's basements. Yeah, pretty much. There is, there is an actual there video is an game actual museum. Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, and this should be... In it. In it. But it's not. But it's not going to be. I'm pretty sure that museum gets, like, stuff donated to them and shit. I'm, I, it does. I, I remember, part, yeah, it's, it's I remember donated, seeing, yeah. I remember watching a documentary on it and shit. But there are honestly, like, some video game collectors that have way more intriguing collections than any museum in the world. Like, some people have just the craziest shit ever. This is wild, dude. Uh, I'll just read this top little little piece here to get an idea. Uh, so, the Nintendo PlayStation Super NES CD-ROM prototype uh, from 1992. At one point, this dual-branded prototype's existence was mere myth, and this uh, is the very first time it will ever be offered at public auction. It is said to be the last remaining prototype of the alleged 200 that were forged from the failed, jo- failed joint venture between Sony and Nintendo, two of the biggest competitors in the home console video game market. Reportedly, the other prototypes have since been destroyed. We at Heritage can attest the prototype is working as we've played a couple of rounds of Mortal Kombat on it using a Super Famicom cartridge. Oh, shit, so you can actually play the fucking thing, yeah. too. Not God. that I would probably want to. I would not stick anything in that fucking slot. No. I'd stick one game in to protect the connectors. That's it. And leave it there. That's it. The prototype does share some exterior similarities with both the Super Nintendo and the Sony PlayStation, but it has its own unique characteristics as well. It is not only uh, a slot for Super Famicom and Super Nintendo games, but a CD-ROM drive that was meant to play disc-based media and presumably video games as well. Can you imagine if Sony games worked on that thing too? (laughs) The value would probably be a lot more than it is now. Uh, but the CD-ROM, the drive that was meant to play disc-based media and presumably video, okay, this is, though the CD-ROM drive was not currently working when it was found in 2009, it has since been repaired by Benjamin uh, Hackendorn, a YouTube personality known for his console repair videos. It now has the ability to play music CDs like the commercially produced PlayStation, but there is no proprietary software that is known uh, to have been made during the prototype's development, meaning it just it doesn't have the software yeah, capable. There's just no game to, to play, play on it. Yeah. yeah, But you can play some music on it. Uh, the prototype's small screen on the top of the console shows the user uh, which music track is currently being played from the CD, allowing the user to listen to their own music and play a cartridge-based game at the same time. It is a, 1992. That's pretty dope. That's actually really dope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where was Can I? Can we even do that today? No. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. Yeah. Uh, like six menus deep. It also has a headphone port, unlike most phones. Uh, and an independent volume dial in the front of the console, to the left of the two controller ports. Turning the console over to look at the bottom, it has a label with what appears to be a handwritten 2 on it. The meaning of this number is unclear. Looking at the back of the console, it has a standard AV out, uh, S-Video, and Super Nintendo's multi-out ports. However, it also has a mysterious port simply labeled Next, and its purpose is considered to be unknown. Dun, 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 the plot thickens. Oh, the plot fucking thickens. One of the most interesting aspects of the prototype is the controller, whose casing sports the design of a Super Nintendo controller with the Super Famicom colors. However, this is no ordinary Super Nintendo controller. Though the design itself is similar to many, the branding is what sets it apart. Instead of Nintendo, it says Sony PlayStation, 
in bold, is boldly, uh, boldly emblazoned at the front of the controller, though Nintendo is raised in plastic on the back. Both the console and the controller show some signs of aging that were characteristic of the Super Nintendo, that yellowing that happens to all of them. Uh, presumably, these pieces are made from the same type of plastic that the Super Nintendo was made from. Uh, Acrylatrol, uh, butadine, sterine, or ABS. I don't know how to fucking pronounce any of that shit. I just know it as ABS. Uh, this plastic is naturally flammable, so it was often treated with flame, uh, flame retardants, bromine being the most common, as bromine is exposed to different uh, pieces. It's possible that the ratio of ABS to flame retardant was mixed. Yeah, colors at yellow. Yeah, more accuracy for some of the pieces. So the, yeah. um, also included with the lot is what's often referred to as either the boot cart or the debugging cart, which allows the system to activate the CD-ROM port as well as access the console's Super Disk operating system. The casing is in the shape of the Super Famicom cartridge and does have the, Super, uh, the Nintendo Super Famicom cassette text impressed into the back portion of the shell. A handwritten label adorns the front where the commercially produced label would typically go. It shows a date of either October 6, 1992 or June 10, 1992. The date is unconfirmed. So you go, oh, this, oh, here we go. At one time, this particular unit was owned by the founder, first president, and first chief executive officer of Sony Computer Entertainment, Olaf Olofsson. Olaf, I think we talked about this on the podcast, actually. Olaf eventually let Sony, uh, left Sony to join uh, Advanta Corporation and became its president in 1998. A little over a year later, Olaf left Advanta to join, the ta- uh, to join Time Warner, but he left his Nintendo PlayStation prototype behind at Advanta. Roughly around this time, Advanta filed for bankruptcy and began gathering up everything in their corporate office to sell at the auction. As the story goes, the Nintendo PlayStation prototype was grouped together with some of the miscellaneous items that were boxed up in a group lot, the context of, uh, contents of which were veiled. A nice Easter egg for the winning bidder indeed. By far, this is arguably one of the most notorious, mysterious, and controversial artifacts of the video game industry. This prototype has even been around the world and back again, admired and appreciated by video game enthusiasts from all over, even though this time, uh, this is the closing of this portion of its narrative. It will continue to remain a pivotal piece of video game history, no matter where it ends up. That's wild. What a crazy, cool, little fucking piece of, of video game history, eh? Yeah. There's the number two, like Jeff and I are yeah. just looking at here, and uh, and the ports at the back. Let's see the ports, the mysterious Zmaltio. Yeah, next port. Yeah, what the fuck is that? You know what that looks like? It almost looks like a... It looks like the PlayStation AV out. Yes, it does. Uh, almost exactly like the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 3. Dude, Very it's, similar. It's wild. It's like Nintendo literally said, okay, fuck this then, and they just took the same system, changed it just a tiny bit, and then release the Super Nintendo. Well, yeah, it was already going to play. It was already going to play carts. It's like yeah. the, the the disc was going to be there, and then PlayStation was like, "Nah, bro, we can uh, we can do this uh, a little better and and make money ourselves." And just you know, they, they so they did. You but know what, man? Honestly, dude, if I was like a fucking multi-millionaire that just just nerd balling out of the fucking out of, out of this world, I'm in. Like you know, even if you spend a hundred thousand dollars on it. You literally have something that you'd have to be like super in. Like that's the type of shit that like really rich people, if they're really into that shit, that's the type of stuff they spend their money on. You know what I mean? Like like, this, a 9.2 A plus rated sealed Game Boy uh, Pokemon Blue uh, box for uh, the current bid of $1,000. Yeah, for fucking Pokemon Blue. You know, I wish that back in the day I had just bought a bunch of games. 
You never, you, you, you never fucking know which know. one is going to be it, right? I know. Jeff Gersman does that. Jeff Gersman buys two copies of every game that he buys. Fucking smart, dude. And he puts, he has a uh, huge collection of sealed, like, but most, the vast majority of it is just shit. But every now and then, uh, he's got some wildly fucking rare games that are sealed and it. stuck in a Tupperware bin. That's amazing. And uh, then when he's like 70 years old, he's going to open them shits up. Yeah. And some of them motherfuckers are going to be going for $50,000. Yeah, exactly. Some of them are already probably going for fifty thousand. Yes, yes, it's uh, it's pretty wild. So there you go. It'll be fun to see. It's twenty one more days. It'll be fun to see how much that eventually goes for. And yeah, we'll um, we'll have to check it out again in a couple we'll see, weeks. Yeah, remember go check it out and see what uh, what it sells for. Uh, last piece of uh, gaming news that we got this week is that Jeff Keeley officially for the first time in twenty five years will not be attending E three oh. or hosting the Coliseum. Oh no. First time in twenty five years. You know E three's hurting when he ain't coming. Now that's so before this, uh, we were talking about E three and the future of E three and I was like, you know, I wasn't I wasn't bullish on it, but I was like, it's gonna be okay. Jeff Keeley's not there, it's probably not gonna be okay. He knows he knows some Something's shit. Something's up. Bro. If Jeff Keeley's not there, there's more going on back there that he doesn't like yes yes i mean he's basically been like the linchpin that's 20, for 25 years 25 years bro he's just saying yeah no i'm gonna leave that's some alex trebek level fucking hosting yes something fuck he's going on that's like the undertaker losing a wwe fucking uh wrestlemania match oh i hate that they did that i know but that's what that shit's like it happened that tells you where it's at oh so I I don't know what that means for Uh-oh. E3. Uh oh. Yeah. Yikes. So there you go. That's gaming news. Jeff's time to sell out. His up. Uh, first off, patreon.com slash light TV. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, make sure to head on over there, show some love. Then we've got two sponsors now. First off, we're gonna start with NordVPN. You've get 70% off using that promo code OTT on your virtual private network. That's right. Up to six simultaneous connections. Six! If you go want to go and watch Uncut Gems, which I don't believe is on the U.S. Netflix yet, but it's on the Canadian, hey, NordVPN can hook you up. Got you. You want to watch something on Twitter or YouTube that is region locked, hey, all you need to do, one click of a button, NordVPN's going to change that IP. He's going to mask it, and you're going to be able to have access to it. Also, if you out in public and you don't want to get viruses or, or be on some sort of public server, hey, <laughs> jump right on over there, NordVPN. Hey, it's available on your phone, laptop, any basically anything with a damn internet connection. That's right. right. NordVPN, promo code OTT. That is less than a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month. On a three-year term, that means you sign up. You don't have to worry about a VPN for three years. And let's keep it real. It's 2020. You're eventually going to need a VPN. Everybody and their dog is going to have a VPN at some point. All right? If you're in China, you already own one. So when you go to re-up, NordVPN. NordVPN.com slash OTT. Go there. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. Why are we lit so well right now? Because Elgato's lights, light, that's only one. We still have to get the other one set up. Imagine what two can do. The power of two. The power of two. Elgato, our newest sponsor here on Technical Alpha. That's Whether right. you need some lighting for maybe you're a photographer, maybe maybe you play video games, you want to stream, maybe you maybe you want a nice little lit up setup like this. Maybe you spent four grand on a Sony, you know Canon camera. A seven. Yeah. And you want a seven three and then you spent twenty three hundred dollars on glass so that your camera that's fourteen pixels looks like the sharpest fourteen pixels 
of all time. That's it. Need some lighting. Need some lighting. Guess here what? it is. And you know what? You can change the lighting here. You can make it white light, yellow light, bright light, dim light. Jeff, what if I want to mount light. something and I'm not talking about uh, a woman? You can mount that. You can just mount, you just mount it anywhere. Right now it's mounted on a desk. Multi-mount. Multi-mount. It's a little little cameras. Everything. Lights. Bro, action. Small children. Elgato. Capture cards. Stream decks. You name it, they got it. Elgato. Link is now officially in the description below. Yes. Scroll underneath this, this video on YouTube. Click on out. that link. Go check out their products. Check it out. And they always got fire sales going on on Amazon. Sometimes you can get like, uh, uh, I think they call them fire sales. What do they call those? Drop, drop things? Drop sales? You know, where you can get like, Sometimes you get like Sennheiser headsets on oh, the cheap. Oh yeah, yeah, they have drops. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have drops. Sometimes you can get Elgato Stream Decks cheap. Really? Yeah, I've seen it. Fire. I've seen some deals. Fire. I've seen some deals. Get a deal. You don't even need a deal because it's all fucking. It's all uh, very well priced. Literally, I'm not even saying that. Yes. Elgato is actually extremely well priced. Their capture cards, their Stream Decks, and they got different levels of Stream Decks. They got XLs. They got minis. They got regular sizes. Depending on what you need, they got it. You want to meme hard, buy two XLs and a mini and put them up, put a picture up and say, don't talk to me or my child ever again. Boom. Memed. And you can actually do that. You can. Literally. In fact, you could actually play out in gift form on the two XL Elgato stream decks. Yes. The Link. don't talk to my child part. Link them together. You Dude, can do you it. Can do all, you can basically do anything. Elgato. If you don't got one, well, you gotto. It was, I like the attempt. You, I see where you were you going see where with I was it. going with that? Unfortunately, the path was rocky. It was rocky, but y'all see where I was going with that. I got you. All right, I get, a, I get points for effort. Points for effort on that one. Movies and TV. Jeff, Birds of Prey, I'm going to preface this by saying this. Birds of Prey doesn't really look all that bad. It looks like it's an okay movie. The follow-up to that is it, the budget was like $97 million. And in its opening weekend, it made like it's like thirty something, thirty seven point something million dollars. It's not a fail, but it's, it's not being it's labeled, not what they wanted. It's being labeled as a fail when when I can't remember what movie it was compared to that. Oh, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, almost identical budget. Opening weekend, two I think it was one point five or two million dollars less than Birds of Prey. They heralded that as a huge success. Birds of Prey comes out same budget. Thirty-seven. I think they were expecting opening. a fifty to sixty million dollar opening. What on the, the movie. fuck were they smoking? It was, you know what, dude. Two things. Number one, their title was bad, and that's why they have updated the title. Yeah. To Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Uh, and second thing is, nobody asked for it. Yep. They literally like, hey, Suicide Squad, or um, sorry, um, yeah, Suicide, yeah, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. yeah Suicide yeah. Squad. Harley Quinn was great. Yep. Let's just make a movie. Yes. Nobody asked for it. Nobody wanted it. Apparently, the movie's not bad. No. Like, apparently, it's it's good. Like, it's yes. good action and stuff. Just nobody gives a fuck. Well, I uh, haven't even seen it. Uh, a fair amount of people give a fuck. I mean, $37 million is a pretty good opening weekend. For a comic book movie with one of the biggest uh, female actresses in Hollywood? For a comic book movie that was named fucking horribly based on a part of comic book history that not very many people know or would be able to glean any information from the fucking yeah, title. Yeah, so I mean, they probably should Birds of Prey yeah. to anyone? What does that even fucking mean? Does that even sound like a, cart- like a, a well, comic book Well, it was Birds of Prey, and then it was like, and then there was like a- Oh, there's a, a massive there's a, fucking uh, parentheses afterwards. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean, they yeah. realized the only reason anyone the only reason they made the movie in the first place and coincidentally the only reason that anyone would go to see this movie 
is because Harley Quinn yes. is the centerpiece of this of this group. Yes. And so Not only that, bro, if I'm gonna be hundred percent honest, the trailers look like dog shit. They don't the look movie great. didn't look good. No. It just didn't look good. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think I think it's probably a good movie, but the trailers didn't do it very much justice. I'm not watching it in theater. I'll watch it here at home when it comes out, when I can get it on Plex or wherever, where I can NordVPN my way in. I'll, I'll go ahead and watch it there, but I ain't I ain't going to the theater and spending thirty bucks. Not no, not yeah, on birds of prey. Uh, it's it's something, but there you go. Uh, I just think that it's I just, I just think personally that it's it's maybe a bit of a stretch to call it a failure. When it's not you, a failure, when you, when but you compare it's, it. Uh, well, well, they they come out and they basically everyone is reporting it as yeah. being a failure. Well, I mean headlines. And, and I, you know, I think it's just fucking. It's going to make money, but it's not what they it's not what they expected, right? It, it, you hold you hold comic book movies at a certain. You know, you no, know, no, no, no. Let's know. back that up. You hold Marvel movies at a certain. You know, I suppose, but I mean, DC has been crushing it too. Like their movies haven't been bad. Like apparently, this one's not even bad. No, just I don't know. I, I, I their marketing it was is just not as good yeah. as Marvel's marketing for their movies. Yeah, not only that, it's just not as connected as Marvel. Totally, everything is totally, everything is it doesn't sell to as many people as Marvel either. Like, bir- like, like you can take your kids to go watch the Avengers or Thor Ragnarok or some shit because it's funny. It's got that right feel. It's lighthearted, but yep. it's got the serious tone shit. What do you do with DC movies? You make Joker. It's the dark, edgy fucking, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's selling to a, 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 an older uh, audience that's looking for a much more uh, dark tone and gritty tone, and even the Birds of Prey is kind of trapped up in that where it's, it's not quite, yeah. it's not Marvel, yeah. and then on top of that, it's just not marketed well. Yeah. Now they figured out the marketing, oh wait, people only care about Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. We should probably have that in the title somewhere that isn't parentheses at the fucking back end of it. It's like four fucking lines long. Yep. Warner Bros. and HBO team up to uh, for the, the HBO Max streaming production company. Basically, it's a partnership to bolster the H- uh, HBO Max service and produce uh, original content for the platform. This is a, plat- a streaming service that is not here yet. Mm. It's coming in May. Uh, yay, another streaming platform, uh, Jeff. No. Hey Jeff, I have a question for you. This is where they get, you know what? You At know, any point in time, did you ask for another streaming service? No. And but you know what they're going to do? They're going to give us another streaming service. You know what they're going to do with that streaming service? They're going to lock up a bunch of content on they're it. They're going to throw Game of Thrones on there. Yep. And then you're going to have to go and buy that stupid fucking bullshit streaming service. Yep. And then you're going to have to cancel at the end, but you're too lazy to fucking cancel it, so you're just going to let it go. And anything that Warner Bros owns is going to go on there instead yep. of on any other service. So you're just going to be like, well, fuck it. You know, I guess I'll pay for another one. Dude, I'm I I shit you not. By 2022, I'm not paying for cable anymore. I'm like I'm already almost there. If Kayla gave me the okay, if she said Jeff, I don't want I don't I don't need it. If anymore. I was saving any money by not packaging all that shit in, I'd do it. You fucking right, man. I'm paying barely any more for a full fucking service because that's how Nova Scotia shit works. Yeah. Than if I went straight internet. It's crazy. Like if I could save fifty bucks a month. Without cable, well, fifty dollars a month is a lot of fucking money, but you're not going to save that much money. Yeah, forty bucks, thirty bucks. I could save if I could save thirty dollars a month. Yeah, I would get rid of my cable because I only watch shit on streaming services or yeah. apps. 
99% of the time. 99.9% of the time. And if yeah. there's something on TV I need to watch, I can just download it and watch it. It's true. And the amount, well, the thing is at this point, with all these streaming services, it's this, getting to the point where we're basically paying for cable anyway. This is fucking madness, dude. It's, do you want to watch this show? Well, you've got to have this streaming service. Yeah. yeah. And so it's going to be like, there's going to be like six, seven, eight streaming services. All, you're paying all between 5 and $20 a month I'm for. probably spending right now $50 a month in streaming services. Yeah. You're basically paying for cable I'm already. paying for cable. You're paying for cable already. They got you. They got me. We're back in the fucking wheel. And HBO's going to get we, me. We had this short little fucking like yeah. six, seven year stint with Netflix that was like sweet heaven. Yeah. It's 15 bucks, 10 yeah. back in the day. Have everything that we need there. Yeah. You know, some stuff you still need cable for, but it was whatever. And now we're going back to everyone's yeah. going to have their own fucking. You can't little... even fucking watch Star Trek without fucking buying some CBS sort of... now. No, never. CBS never. <laughs> CBS anything is a no. No. They got you one know, coming out, Peacock. You know what that shit, you know what that shit fucking reminds me of? Is it reminds me of people that go to like a. Uh, a pawn shop, or or they go to, uh, uh, like a reseller, or they're trying to sell like a secondhand something or like a collectible, and they take the collectible in, and the guy says, "The best I can do is five dollars," <laughs> and that's because he knows he's got to turn around, yeah, and, and sell that resell shit. that shit. The problem is, you take that, and then the person goes, "You know what?" I don't know if I can do that. He says, all right, let me talk to my expert. Mm. Talks to the expert. Guy says, you know what? That's some authentic shit. That's worth a fair chunk of money. He says, all right, I'll go back to the guy. Let's go back to the guy. Here, this is my expert. We talked about it. It's worth this much. In order for me to make some money, I'm going to give you $1,000 right now. It's worth $1,500. i am going to give you $1,000. And you know what they say? Can't do it. Why? And then, they, and then the guy goes, you realize you're probably not going to be able to sell this Anywhere, mm. even though it's worth fifteen hundred, the odds of you getting fifteen hundred for this anywhere, basically Slim zero. Enough. Only I can do that. And so I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. Take the thousand. Take the thousand. No, I'm not taking the thousand. And so you know what you end up with? Dead fucking weight. You zero. Dead fucking weight. You go. I'm going to make my money. And so these companies, the CBS, whatever, they're thinking. You know what? We could be making the licensing money mm. by letting Netflix and a couple of uh, kind of third-party guys deal with these licensing fees. They pay us yep. to have our our content yep. on their platform. Yep. We could just be making that and not have to deal with any of the cloud servicing, any of the customer support, any anything. Yep. We just we get slightly we get we get less money, we'll but we the, don't have to pay. We'll be the middlemen for all of these fucking extra uh, overhead. But no, no, Jeff, I can't. I have to have. All of it. I want it all. I want it all. I want it all. And so CBS says, you know what? We have two shows that four people want to watch. Fuck it. We're making our own system. How long is Patrick Stewart going to be alive? How long do you have? Can he go six years? Four. Maybe. Green light it. (laughs) That's pretty much it. That's where they're at. That's pretty much it. Fuck me, dude. It's fucking nuts. I'm over it. So I'm over yeah. it. Uh, good luck with that. Rick Moranis, Jeff, this is the best news of the day. Rick fucking Moranis is returning 
to the honey I shrunk the kids. I didn't even know that guy was still breathing. Yes, dude. He left to take care of his fucking kids. What a god. He said, fuck Hollywood. For like 20 years. For like ever. I'm going to be a dad. I'm going to go be a dad now. I'm going to live a normal life. And now he's coming back. That's amazing. I want That's some, actually a big deal. I want some fucking Rick Godforsaken fucking Miranda. And he's in my coming life. back for Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. You're fucking right he is. He's the grandfather. Yes. And he's gonna shrink his grandkids. Yes, and I'm gonna watch it. Yes. So is the world. Yes. Make the and you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna make a bunch of money and he's gonna go and live the rest of his damn life. Yes. Do it. And just disappear. Fucking do it, Rick Moranis. And he better have his kid in one this of the, movie. One of the ones he shrinks. Yes. Although they're probably like 18. Whatever. Actually, they're probably older than that. They're probably like Probably 25. older than that. Yeah. They're probably fucking straight up they're straight up adults. Yeah. Because his kids are probably close to close to our age, honestly. Yes. Not not too far off. So there you go. I just had to put that in there because Rick Moran is coming back. That's some dope shit. It's a lot of win. I want to see him in more than just that, though. That's a big deal, dude. I, didn't I want to. Hear that. I want to see him just do some films that he wants no, to do because he don't. can. I don't. I actually want to just see him come in, do this, get that paycheck, and just leave, and never, and never, and never come back. Because there's not anybody that that ever does that shit. Maybe that's the play. He dude, just comes in, does he's getting this, a paycheck, and he, just, he just bounces. He's reliving it, and he's got to walk away. Make sure that his grandkids have royalty checks. Yeah, and he's just gonna walk. Yeah, and it'll be amazing. Yes. 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 Uh, they're in their 30s. His wife died in like 92, so they're like 28 to 30. Yeah, they're basically our age. There you go. So they could be in the movie. They could Straight be. up. He could shrink them. Shrinking the grandkids. Shrinking the grandkids. Honey, I shrunk the grandkids. You know, most movies with that many sequels, I'd start to go, you know what, that's dumb. But for Rick Moranis. Honey, I shrunk I'm, the great grandkids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. If it, hey, look, if it's Rick doing it, I'll go watch hey, it. Hey, and we've seen what they can do with Ant-Man, you know? Oh, I, every time I see it. Ant-Man, I always think of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's right. This is the future now, It is Jeff. the future. They definitely got the technology the to do it. the fucking future. You know what? You know what, bro? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Ant-Man, and by proxy, Endgame, same universe. Boom. I want to see Ant-Man in the goddamn movie just pop up. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. And yeah, just wrong, pop right out yeah, there. Yeah, wrong universe. Wrong universe. And then just pop in and get the fuck out, I'm dude. Fucking calling there's it. so that, much. There'd be fucking, so much win there. There's that would be definitely, uh, dude, bro. Definitely, dude. Could you imagine? I'm definitely, a, at least a reference. Could you imagine? It's a reference. The Ant Man showing up at uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Grandkids. Yes, I can and I want it now. I want to see Paul Rudd in the movie anyway. Yes, give me more Paul. He's Rudd. He's a perfect person for this fucking movie. Give me Paul Rudd. Pretty much. Literally. Anywhere. You know what they do? You know what? The, okay, here's the plot. Okay. Rick. Yeah. Knows okay. of a guy. Yes. That can reenact uh-huh. the technology uh-huh. to get them shrunk. Absolutely. It's Ant-Man. It's Ant-Man. They go to him. Okay. He shrinks them all. Uh-huh. He shrinks with them. Uh-huh. And they fight bugs and different things. Because they get stuck? Because they get stuck. Because Ant-Man's wife gets stuck in the fucking netherworld? Exactly. <laughs> fucking quantum? The quantum realm. <laughs> they got to go save what's-her-face. That's the only way Ant-Man is going to make a billion dollars. 
Mix <laughs> in Honey Moranis. Hey, throw him in there, bro. It's a billion dollar movie with Ant Man. I'm on board. I'm on it too. Uh, that's all we got for movies, TV. Anything else happen? No, it's been slow. It has been slow. It's been slow. Been a bit of a we slow finished time. the season two of Sex Ed, and now we're we're gonna start digging deep into the Expanse. Ah uh, yes, how'd you feel about the uh, Sex Ed season two end? I didn't see. I haven't seen any of it. But uh, what was your <laughs> overall feeling of it? <laughs> the last episode is pretty funny and over the top. Is it? It's pretty funny. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up, it's... I am so tired. We're on the home stretch. I am very tired. We're on the home stretch. Let's do it. You know what time it is? It is tech support. Ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash lag TV. If you head on over there, you want to financially help support this podcast, keep the dream alive as we continue to soldier on here and uh, provide you guys with some entertainment on a weekly basis. Yes, sir. Uh, for $10 or more a week, you get a, a, a few things, but one of those things is access to the tech support uh, post that I put up weekly. You get to ask your questions on this post, and then we here on Tech Support answer those questions. We do. Hit the like button. Yes, do that too. Hit the like button. Uh, Lag Lawyer asks, what is the most trouble you've ever gotten in uh, or got in as a kid and or without incriminating yourself, what is the craziest, stupidest thing that you've ever gotten away with? Uh, I'm not going to incriminate myself, so I'll say the most, the most trouble I've gotten in. Uh, I've never been in trouble with the police. Hmm. So, uh. Shocking. Yeah. I've never, never been in trouble with the police, but I got in trouble with my parents. And I said this before where, uh, there was two times. One, I smashed the truck with the cart. Yeah. And the other time, um. Fuck, I did something else too that didn't go over too too swell. Yeah, I'm probably just going to go with that one. That's probably the easiest thing cuz that's some, that's probably the most trouble I ever got from my like where my parents were pissed, like super pissed. Mm. When I smashed the truck with a grocery cart. You know, I know there was a time that I did something that got me grounded for a month. And I cannot remember what the fuck I did. All I know is that the the response was, I go to school. When you punch the man in the fucking, what do you fucking? No, that wasn't it. I oh. didn't even get. I didn't even get. I didn't even get in a real trouble for that. Oh. It was. Uh, it was when I was younger, but it was like no, no games, no nothing, no friends over, no going outside for more than a half an hour. Oof. You came home from school. It was for a month, and I cannot remember for the life of me. What that was. You have to ask your parents. Maybe they'll remember. Uh, maybe. No, the thing Jeff is referencing, and I think I've talked about the podcast before, was, um, oh my God, well, how old were we? Probably like 11 or 12 years old or whatever. Yeah, probably at the time. 12. And um, although Amanda was your age, so she was probably 13. Yeah, 13. So I was like 11, and she was like 13 or whatever. And um, we were talking about something. It was all the kids were out on the street. It was nighttime, like 10 30. It was in the summer. And we were all talking about something, and we ended up talking about, like, houses and shit. And for whatever reason, she just did not believe that we had a family home, like, on a piece of, like, farmland that was, you know, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm. I, and I will I mean, kids. <laughs> kids. Fucking stupid, right? And she was like, I'm going to go ask your mom and dad right now. They'll tell me. And I was like, I looked at, uh, I was looking at my watch, and I was like, because, you know, cell phones didn't exist. <laughs> it's like... No, you're not. No, you're it's not. like 11 o'clock at night right now. You're going to wake them up. My dad works in the morning. 
She was like, no, I'm going right now. And she starts storming off down the street. And I was like, don't you fucking do it. So I ran up. And I was so angry because I was like, if if she wakes my parents up and she wakes dad, I'm in some shit. You're in some doo-doo butter. I'm in some fucking shit. You're in some doo-doo butter. And she's on my doorstep. Loud as fuck, Loud as fuck, screaming. We're on the street. On the street, she's screaming. She was fucking doing some weird shit. Anyway, she gets up on the front porch and she's just just getting ready to knock on this door. And I like, I literally like white rage, blacked out anger. Yeah, bro. I and mean, you panicked, bro. I, it was I like, I have I was to like, stop this, this, this from happening. I have to stop this from happening. This is it. She, she forced your hand. And, literally. And, well, I, well she, no, she didn't force my hand. I, I tried to drag her off of the porch and, uh, and she like resisted and then fell and she was on her knees. And then I fucking, like, I swear to God. So, <laughs> this is fucking wild. This is just something you do with a game. I swear, I, I, without even hesitation. Hell, bro. Same she's instinct. down. It's instinctual. Instinct. I was so angry. <laughs> I, I like, I like tie boxing need her in the face. What? <laughs> and it and was, she squealed and like it a was, fucking <laughs> It was like, I fucking, oh, yeah, I was 11, yeah. but I was probably the same, I was about the same size. Like she's two years older than I was. Uh, so we're about the same size. Uh, but I fucking, what? Uh, and clipped her in the face. Oh yeah, she squealed. And she and she squealed, and it was like, and this is not. She sounded like a guinea pig. Yes. Yeah. It was like, and I was like, and, and she I, was even louder. And then when that happened, and I was like, and then it, and then it dawned on my eleven-year-old brain, and went, wait a minute, that uh, was probably not the avenue. And then your dad comes out. And then as soon as, the, literally, yes, because he was hearing her screaming anyway. Yeah. So he was already woke. He door, already woke up just, before. And so dad comes down the stairs and this just happens. And she's like crying. She's not bleeding or anything. Like I hit her like in the, I hit her in like the, the cheek or whatever. So I didn't, if I hit her nose, busted nose for sure. Hit her in the cheek. So she's like crying and screaming like a guinea pig on the ground. And dad opens the door. Dad in his pajamas opens the door. And I swear to, I ran right past that. Oh yeah, you were gone. I fucking, I ran, I went right to my room because I was like, I need to prepare my body <laughs> for what's about to probably happen. My ass is going to be tanned oh, yeah. for days after this oh, yeah. because I just hit a girl. I yeah. was freaking the fuck out. I was bawling my eyes out. Oh, I, yeah. I was, I was like, I was so full of like every emotion, anger and confusion and frustration. Like, why the fuck did you just do that? I was so fucking all over the place. Dad looks, no, no fuck. And dad, you have to understand, dad is a very understanding individual but he looks down at her and there's like five of you standing oh, yeah. there, like we're on the five street of you on the street just standing like, there oh, oh, and there's oh, oh, oh. and there's amanda or whatever on the doorstep and yeah. she's like down there like balling yeah and and he opens the door looks down at her she looks up and explains what happens like she's screaming her face off me and he, he looks at her says you're fine yep. closes, <laughs> closes the door, the door. <laughs> your dad was even annoyed with her he was like, that's it, and I'm fucking done. She was done. just screaming oh, yeah, her screaming. fucking head off oh, yeah, for like bro. 40 minutes on the street. I'm surprised she didn't wake up half the fucking neighborhood. She probably did. And then so he came out, he looked at her, no blood, no nothing, you're fine. Close the door. Goes upstairs into my bedroom. I'm I'm literally bawling my eyes up because I was like, I'm dead. You're, you're I dead. actually hit a girl. Yeah, you're done. And, I, and there's gonna, nothing. Daddy's going to whip that ass. Uh, there's, there's no turn back now. My ass is grass. Dad comes in the room, he said, and he asks you, he's like, what? He's like, what? just happened what was what the hell just happened 
And I tried, I'm like crying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't even hit a girl. It's, I didn't know what to do. You're going to wake you up. And, it's, and I'm just, he's like, calm down. Just tell, tell me what happened. I told him. I told him, and he was like, all right, look, I appreciate it. I understand. And I understand you got angry. You went fucking crazy. But that was not yeah, that was the it. way to handle that yeah, at that. all. Yeah. Would it have been annoying if she woke us up for something so asinine as asking us that question? Yes. But kneeing her in the face was probably not the avenue to take on that one. uh, And so he said, just for the love of God, don't do that again. Because he saw I was already, there's no sense in punishing yeah. me. No, no. I you, was already, already traumatized. Bro. I was already traumatized. You ain't, I traumatized you ain't doing that again. I was going to do you that again. You already learned the hard life lesson. Yeah, dad didn't need he to didn't do any need more to, work. He didn't need to put any fucking, <laughs> no. he didn't need to add insult to injury. No. It was already done. He left it at that. I cried you myself. You did more sleep. damage to you than you did, <laughs> did, you did Amanda. Yeah. All right, straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, that was fucking, that was fucking wild. So. There you go. There you but, go. So I didn't get really get in that much trouble for that. Yeah. And even her parents never even bought. Like her no, parents found out about. They, they were like, you know what? She probably deserved it. Yeah, because she was. Because she was else. doing some crazy shit. She was something else. Uh, and that's saying something because her dad was something else. Something else. <laughs> her uh, dad was her. Yeah, literally. Yes. Except angrier and male. Yes. <laughs> Made great cookies though. Good cookies. Made some solid cookies. Uh, all right. Well, that was longer than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. I don't know if this is either, if this has happened to you. Uh, so Seth, uh, says, first of all, consider me a plus one for the lag TV rewatch. Hey. Uh, second, what's worse getting nut tagged or getting it caught in a zipper? Oh, I'll also cotton. add from experience that vasectomies would be a close third. Cotton zipper. Cotton zipper's bad. Cotton time. zipper. It's it, only ever happened to me it's once. It's happened to me one time, too. And I hope it never, just like me kneeling yeah. Amanda in the face, yeah. it never had to happen. I, I was in a rush, and it was one of those things where I'm pretty sure I did it at the movie theater, and I was taking a piss in the urinal, and it was one of those things where I was in a rush, and it's like one of those ones where you're done taking a piss, you shake... And then you don't even put your cock back in your fucking pants yet. You're, you're already just speeding. You're already like cocks just sort of whipping out, and you're sort of mid. You're mid cock tuck. Yep. And then as I just zipped it up, zip my right in the bottom of my sack, and it instantly was like, huh? right? It was like, uh huh? And it was the point where I realized what happened, and I had to slowly unzip like my skin and stuff from. Ah! Yes. Ah! Like a chunk of my ball. Ah! I, it, was, it wasn't like a chunk of it in there, but it was like inside the zipper. So there, like my skin and shit was, yeah, and I had to like, caught. ah, ah, ah. And, you know, a little ah! bit of blood. Yep, a little bit of blood. That's shit. Well, I did. It's a little sting. It was similar. It was yeah. very similar. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, ah. I would go zipper for sure. Just the thought of that, man, is just. <laughs> it's just uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable for everyone involved. Ah. Uh, Mark, Mark Furry asked, Jeff, Jeff, I want an update on how many diapers he said I did two last night. Oh, I haven't done any since the last time. Okay. So no updates. Yeah, no, right. there's no, there's there's no update on that. No update. You know, Kayla asked me twice. <laughs> I said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> that was literally what I said. I've done a diaper check where I was like, oh, did you shit yourself? No. Okay. You're good. <laughs> you got lucky then. 
Ryan asks, you were uh, you are out and about one day and you come across a magic lamp. You rub the lamp and out pops Genie. Hopefully it's not uh, Will Smith. You both get three wishes. What do you choose? Standard Genie rules apply. So like no wishing for other wishes and you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh... Man. What do I wish for? I wish for... I guess health. Health? Money? So that I don't have... To, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Not, I'm not, not I want to go buy an island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I don't want to have to think yeah, about money. Yeah, fuck you, money. Just like, yes. you know what? I uh, I just don't feel uh, like doing this yeah, today. Yeah, just fuck this. I'm That's just, the kind of money you want. Yeah, okay, there you go. I don't need an island off of Abu Dhabi or some shit. I don't need like to be part of that giant world that they're rebuilding in sand out in the middle of a fucking ocean. I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. I just I just need, you know what? Um, I just don't want to be here for winter, and I want to go somewhere else and just not care and eat out all the time if I want to. Mm. And not be bothered by it. Third, not a clue. I don't know. Those two cover pretty much everything. Health and money. Health give me and that. money. Give me all that. You give me that, we're good. I'm a happy man. Third one, you always have a third one? Third one's on the house. It's up to you, Jeannie. What do you want for your third one? You wish the third Boom. one. Boom. Boom. There you go. Uh, 8910 asks, do you have any hot takes that... Uh, you haven't discussed on the podcast before. Hot takes? Yep. Anything that you can think of that we haven't talked about? Hot takes are hard to do unless you already are thinking of them. Yeah, the yeah. I can't think of anything crazy right now. Um, oh, here's a hot take for you. And this is definitely a hot take for people. <laughs> and we don't, need to, we don't need to discuss them, just drop it. Uh um, the whole, uh, in American politics, the whole checks and balances thing, mm. it's bullshit. Mm. And we just watched it for the last month. It's a hot take. There is no hot, there, there is no checks. Well, there's lots of checks. There are no balances for those checks. <laughs> the checks just keep getting written. There's no, it's not even a hot take, no, bro. No That's balances. not even a hot take. It'll just, be hot for some people in chat, right? I, 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 I promise I, you. I, sorry, I, I promise I, you. I suppose. America. <laughs> but fuck me. Uh, I watched a dude who looks like he has a hard time writing his own name. Be given the coin to do the flip to decide caucus seats between Bernie and Pete, and he he did the he did the fucking coin flip because it was a tie, and this is how American politics works. This is a coin flip, catches it off like catches it like he's never caught anything before. It's caught in between his fingers like the coin is standing up. So like depending on which way your hand goes, changes entirely where the coin is, and like is like <laughs> gets it flipped over, and he's like oh. It's Pete, and everyone, and nobody's questioning, and for some reason, everyone around him had to describe to him how to do a coin flip while it's happening, and the whole time I'm watching it going, <laughs> this is determining, and then Pete wins by .01% in like three seats. It's a hot take, bro. Oh, it's a hot oh, take. There you go. Oh, fuck me. Oh, yeah. Feels bad, man. Uh, oh, what the fuck? Bud me boy, I mean maybe some Bud Light says I'm a huge fan of peanut butter on oranges, as, as well as raw garlic with a plum. Okay. Are you sure you're not pregnant? 
Are there any weird food combos that you love that everyone else says is gross? Food combos. I don't really. If it's regional. Like I've had, I've had uh, M freak out when I have apple and peanut butter. Oh, come or, on. That's... Or cheddar cheese and, and apple. Cheddar cheese and apple combo is some fire I've shit. I've never had that. It's a pretty dope fucking combo. I'm like, you know, the saltiness and the sweetness and stuff is delicious. Okay. You don't you don't physically put it on the apple. It's just you have them in unison. So you have like some sliced apple and some sliced cheddar, and you're just having Doesn't them. Doesn't sound bad. It's pretty tasty. Doesn't sound bad. Um, I really I don't butter peanut butter honey banana sandwich. Yeah, that's a little that's a little fucky. Is one that gets some people for me. That that was a sandwich. I it was a it was a go to snack sandwich for me. Butter, peanut butter. I mean, it's a few calories in this. Butter, peanut butter, honey, and banana on some bread. Please, we'll throw some avocado right on top of that bitch. Jesus. Now, now we're now we're doing some weird shit. Yeah, I don't really eat anything, anything odd. I don't. I eat like three different things a day. That's just about it. I don't have any weird mixes or... No crazy... No. You're on that orange creamsicle hype. Yeah, but I mean, that's not, you know... That's whatever. The man, I don't, I don't want to call him out, but the man the man who reduced his, his dollar amount... Mm. He's got a little message in here. I'm going to read it for him. Okay. I'm not going to call him out, though. Okay. Said, hey guys, I feel like a massive pile of shit for this. Don't. Oh my goodness. Stop the madness. Uh, but I'm going to have to roll back my support a bit as I'm trying to save up for a down payment on a house. Hey, Believe me. Get it. Get the fucking house. For get God's it. sake, get the house. Get it. You guys are awesome. Your content between StarCraft, Lagcraft, your solo streams, when I can actually make it in this podcast. You guys have been a massive part of my life in the 2010s. And I'll still be around and contributing to some extent. Just can't afford to make it rain like I used to. Be hey. excellent to each other. Stay bows. Good luck at Batman. Bruh. Bruh. Don't worry about it. I hate when people say that shit. Get a fucking house. I actually hate when people say that. Get your mama a house. You know what I'm saying? Get your whole family houses. Don't ever feel bad. No. That you can't contribute the way that you used to, especially when you're doing something positive. Exactly. Go and get yours. You know what I'm saying? Go win at life. And then Make you can and then and then you can give. You know you what I'm saying? You have to take care of hey, yourself before you, before can, you can take, take care, care of other people. That's right. That's it. That's right. It's that it's that it's that Mr. Ramsey quote that I like. Live like no one else so that later on you can live. And give like no one else. Man, I feel like they could probably shorten that up a bit. I know it's a little long. It gets it gets a little. But I like the I like the I like the sentiment. I like the sentiment because you know when you're taking care of you, then you can take care of others. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You have to. That's it. That's how it works. Makes you feel good too. Shady asks, uh, as only Shady could, what was your least proud wank? My least proud wank. Mm. Mm, that's a good one. I've had a few of those. Mm. My least proud wank. Huck. I haven't had, like, I'm just trying to think of younger years. Yeah, we definitely have had to have been in the younger years for sure. Yeah. I was mean? never, I was never into like crazy shit though. I was like super vanilla with my, with my shit. Oh, I'm not even talking porn. I'm just talking like, just in general, just in general, like maybe like a weird place mm. or like a, like an urge suddenly over something bad, dumb. Mm. God damn. 
I don't think so. I don't have because I, I just don't. I never. I was never like in, into doing or like that kind of shit in weird places or. Oh, I've done. I, I've I've rubbed one off in some weird places. Yeah. Yeah. I'm way too white bread for that shit. Well, sometimes you just need to rub one off, man. It's true. Like sometimes you just you just need to rub one off. It's fair. Um. Fuck. Like okay, in terms of porn. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably going down some weird, uh, some weird places, bro. Yeah, I've been to a couple weird places. I've been to a couple of weird places. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so weird that you're debating whether or not you actually want to say them, dude. On, on... I, dude, I don't like. That's the thing, bro. I don't even get embarrassed anymore. I don't care. Um. I saw I because <laughs> 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 I know <laughs> every dude just has something something, something weird. that they watched. That's true. You know. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little PG. I could say worse. Okay. But I, I've I've definitely I've definitely had. Uh, what was it? What was the uh, the question again? What is it? A weird. Oh, least proud. Least proud. Yeah. I I have I have definitely rubbed one off. <laughs> oh man! To uh, I've seen some little people stuff. Dude, I remember, I remember I was probably like 17, 17 years old. I was young, man. And the fucking, I saw this, there was this little person, there was this, there was this chick, this little person chick that was hot as fuck. Oh, no. And I went, I went onto her page no. and I watched everything she made. No. <laughs> you didn't just watch, you watched it all. Yes. Oh, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're going through porn and then you find like the perfect gem and then you got to watch more of that specific thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was it for me. It was like, you know, just a standard fap session scrolling through a bunch of shit and all of a sudden it's a little person, but <laughs> the little person's looking mighty fine and there's something really weird naughty about what I'm watching right now. And it finished. Hey, let me go on her page, see what else she got. She got a catalog. Oh my god. I don't even remember who it was, but I do remember. That's see hey. I'm, uh, I don't hey. have anything. Hey, I'm just hey, I'm, I'm putting not, it out there. I'm not I'm not there. Hey, I'm there. But you know where I was? Where were you? I was there is I don't even know what movie it's from. Rachel McAdam, that's her name, right? Mm. She's in this movie. I have no idea what the movie is from. With her ass? There's a gif mm. where there's a guy sitting in a chair, mm. and she's in like- uh, She's got she's that in tight like shorts. Lace, little... They're like lace booty shorts. I don't know what you're talking and about. And she bends over with one leg and kicks the other leg out, uh -huh. and it's, Rachel McAdam has one of the greatest asses of all yeah, time. She just tightens right up. And that's, that was that's, it. That's, that's all it took. You, you fapped to that clip? Yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't think I've fapped to like movie clips before. <laughs> yeah, but you have gone through an entire catalog of a midget. I a, <laughs> you know what? They're people too. 
there are of people. Course they- <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie of to you. Course. Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Something in my brain when 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 I had uh. that little moment, right? All right, I had that little moment. And L- little literally. Yes, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I went back. <laughs> you know. I you went, went back for seconds. I went back another time. Oh my you know, God. it was like on the back of my mind. You know what I'm saying? I didn't finish that catalog. I need to finish it. Dude, when I was young, when I when I was a little older, <laughs> I, when I was a little older, I was at yeah. the club. Yeah. Oh, and there was no. a little person oh, there. No. You, you, and it, she looked, she actually, she didn't oh, look the no. same, but she looked good. Oh, no. You I'm not, about it. bro, I'm not going to lie to you. You thought about it. I, dude, I didn't only think about it. Did you make an attempt? I tried. Oh, no. <laughs> and I failed. <laughs> And I probably you struck out. I don't it. even remember. I was drinking. And oh I, my god! I was drinking, and I don't know what I said. To her. I probably said some dumb shit like, "Yo, I want to take this. I I want to take." I, I probably said some really cringy, vo- like shit. some really cringy shit, like yeah. just some like I want to experience you type like, shit. Thank like, God you the know internet I, didn't really exist at the time. Man, it was bad. Yeah, yeah, it was probably bad. And uh, yeah, so I think I think what it was Whew. is seventeen-year-old Jeff Fapp. And then older, like nineteen-year-old Jeff had an opportunity to to live that live fantasy. That never, it never happened. You know, you my, tried. My wife's like five three. You shot your shot. She's like five three. There's a hard difference between five three and four three. It's about twelve inches. Yeah, she was probably like the girl at the club was probably like four five, four six. She was short, like super fucking the short. shortest person like I know. Is super four, fucking short, four ten. Yeah, and that's like. But you could tell she was. You could tell she was a little tiny. person. Yeah, like you know. It had, you know, it was a distinctive well, little. Well, there was a mark that below, yes. like I think it's literally, I think like four ten is like the cutoff point where they just flat out. That's your. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I tried, never happened. So. Man, it oh is man. what it is. You tried. You shot your shot, Jeff. I shot my shot. And sometimes you got to do it. Hey, I shot my shot Look, a couple if times. I had so my 17, opportunity to shoot my shot with I, Rachel McAdams. You take it. I take that shot. You take. You miss. And I too. Just I about every it. time. You, you know. You know what I look like, Carlton. <laughs> shooting the shot at the end of the game. And yeah. And over the net. Not gone. even close. Not even, didn't not even, even, didn't even touch the boards. Slow motion. It's over. Not even a chance. Game over. It's one of the greatest movies uh, moments in TV, by the way. That fucking half-court over. shot. It's beautiful. Mm. <laughs> All right, one more, and then that's yeah, it. Oh, no. <laughs> now, that, now that I had to embarrass myself. Yeah, it was impressive. Of, you know. Um... Oh, this is just depressing. I, I, is this seriously true? Hulk, did you guys, this comes from Blue Gree Gree, did you know that Hulk was produced by Kathleen Kennedy? What was? Hook. Tell me that's not true. I now hate Hook. I now I have to hate Hook. No, it's impossible. <sighs> no, nah, I love Hook. Maybe it was Kathleen Kennedy when she was good. You know what I found out, though? Uh, who was it that retweeted it um, at the time? I can't remember, because I, I retweeted somebody who retweeted it. Um, fuck. I think it was Monte Cristo. He said he just found out. It was like yesterday, day before, mm-hmm. that Hook, twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I know it's a horribly rated movie. That's unacceptable. Yeah, it's asinine. That's fucking unacceptable. Yeah, dude. It's an objectively it's, good movie. It's critically just shit all over. But why? It's actually good. Like it's it's a the acting is good. The writing is hey, good. I'm a fan. That's all that matters. <laughs> and when my son gets a little older, he's we're gonna, gonna be watch a fan it. too. Yeah, we're gonna watch it. You're gonna scream Rufio, Rufio together. You're goddamn right, in I your am. Fucking living room. You're damn right. You goddamn right. And then we're gonna get a VR headset to relive our moment with Rufio, who's now dead. Damn, I didn't know she was part of that. It's a little. I wish I would have not, not have known that. 
I'm going to think of it a little differently now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, I am. I'm just uh, trying to find one that's not just a statement. Joe McDong asks, what are some of the most memorable, funny usernames you come across, whether it's in a video game, online forum, etc.? One of my favorites that's a member of my community is Chef Boy Are You Dead. <laughs> that's good. Uh, my thick chocolate dick. Oh, that's a Miyagi special. Uh. <laughs> that's a Miyagi special. Uh. Uh, I also, uh, there's, uh, man, uh, there's a few of them on my stream, but I'm so bad at remembering names. Yeah, there's cow- like a few of them. Every time I see them, I'm like, it's so genius. Cows go moo is another one or I am cow. Hear me, moo, hear me moo. That's the other one that I like a lot. Uh, but the chef boy, are you dead? Fucking kills me every time. That's a good one. That's a fucking good name. That's a good one. It's a solid fucking name. Uh, Ch- Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ. Is a light TV special. Uh. That's a good one. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got. Yeah, I'm that's tired. I'm I'm drained. Time for you to go have a nap. Time for me to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna have a shower. <laughs> I was gonna watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I'm not sure I'm gonna make it. So I'm just gonna watch like something else. So I don't know, but I'm tired as fuck, man. It's been a long day. I'm gonna go and try and survive driving home. Oh, you should be fine now. And uh, well, it, the roads were terrible, and that was before it froze. Oh well, then. I'm going to pray zero for you. to minus 10. Right, I'm going to pray for you. Okay. We will see you guys next week. We shall see y'all. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Bless you. Bless up. And until we do see you again, peace.